Hi listeners, this is Deborah from Mystic Wolf Soulcrafts and I'm here today with Miroslava, also known as the Metaphysical Chick. Welcome everyone to another episode of Mystical Tea Time, where we drink tea and talk about all things ascension and spirituality. Today we're going to be talking about Christ consciousness, Jesus and how he fits into um, spirituality and religion and to f- how to find a good balance between um, religion and spirituality and all the stuff that has to do with that. It's going to be really, really interesting. So for those of you who know me, welcome back. And for those of you who are new, my name is Deborah, and I'm a multidimensional channel intuitive mentor and artist and if you want to stay up to date on all the podcast episodes make sure to go to anchor.fm slash mystical tea time there you can find all available podcast links such as spotify and all kinds of other links or listen by subscribing on youtube so this is an episode that i have been looking forward to for a while now And uh, let me just uh, start with a little background about my own spiritual experience and religious experience. So um, if you've been listening to my podcast or if, if you've been watching my videos on Instagram, YouTube, you will have heard me talk about how I've always been spiritual. My mom She was always reading spiritual development books and and doing all kinds of like her own spiritual discovery journey ever since she was young. And then she had me and she's ever since I, I was little, I remember there were always esoteric books like in our living room. They were always around. She was always reading all kinds of nice, uh, interesting books that I was always drawn to. And she she knew that I was drawn to all the metaphysical stuff. So she uh, incorporated, like she made sure that, that she was sharing her experiences with me. It didn't matter how young I was. She would share with me whenever she saw that I was interested and I would start reading her books and it was clear from the beginning that I had uh, psychic abilities and she would encourage me to develop my psychic abilities and um, so so yeah, ever since I've actually always had um, a psychic awareness of the world around me and of nature. I've always had a very close connection to the nature elementals around me. Fairies and nature spirits have always been a part of my reality. But at the same time, I went to a Catholic school because that's the, the, the thing, cultural like programming, I guess you just did, that's the stuff you did back in the 80s and 90s. You had your kids baptized, you sent them to a Catholic school And and she sent me to that school, but she she wasn't really a practicing Christian. So I was baptized and um and I went to Catholic school. But but it's not really I wasn't really super into religion. But the thing is I, I did have a sense of there is a God, but it didn't whenever I I like heard about the Bible and Jesus and, and all that stuff in school 
part of me resonated, but then another part of me was resisting all all of the stuff that they were saying and saying no and and like this isn't right. Something is wrong. Something is off about this story that you're trying to tell me. But I, I, there were parts that kept like that kept me interested. But then there were parts that just didn't resonate at all. And um, yeah. And then once I left um, my Catholic school, I left when I was twelve, and I went to a completely different type of school that um, that wasn't really super strict religious or anything and I let go of religion I started rebelling against religion because I was getting more and more in tune with my psychic abilities more and more interested in all the metaphysical stuff and to me at that point there was a clear split between religion and spirituality and I dove like completely into witchcraft, all that stuff, nature, religions, researching old uh, pagan religions like the ind- indigenous European um, religions and stuff like that. I started diving into all that stuff, mythology, reading all of that stuff. And um, I completely like denounced Jesus God I couldn't even hear like the word God just I didn't like the word at all I didn't like the word the name Jesus none of that stuff and my I I, in the meantime I was reading all these spiritual books here and, and I was learning how to channel my spirit guides but at the time I didn't see spirit guides and God as one thing I was just developing uh, on a spiritual level but uh, to me religion Jesus it was all something I didn't want to have anything to do with even um, yeah to the point where I even um, wrote the church because then uh, when was it like 2000 2000 a few years I don't know but I was around 20 years old I think around that age maybe a little older and all the pedophilia stuff started coming out and and I just I said okay I don't want to have anything to do anymore with the church and all these people that I knew this was all a big thing in the news where I lived anyway in Europe you could actually have your name deleted from um the church's database, basically, if you've ever been baptized, you could have your name scratched out of their records um, so that it, it would have been like you were never baptized, you were never part of the church. So I wrote them because I found out how to do it. And I said, please remove my records from the church. I don't want to have anything to do with the Catholic Catholic church anymore. And they sent me a letter back saying, OK, your records have been erased. So that's how, how far I even went. To make sure that I didn't have anything to do with God or the like the way that the God that I had in my head that was related to religion, to Christian religion. So, yeah. And um, so that was kind of um, my journey up until that point. And also just the fact that all these Bible stories they didn't have any women in them. It was all men. And if there were any women in the stories, then they were deceitful. There was something about them that that made them wrong or 
sinful or whatever. So it was something like I didn't resonate with it. I didn't want to have anything to do with it, basically. And then I got to this point where I started opening up more and more spiritually. And I went through uh, an entire second spiritual awakening when I was around, uh, well, it was around 2017. It started around the summer of 2017. And I started reading all kinds of uh, different books that I never found or that didn't like cross my path I guess before that time because it probably just wasn't time for for those books yet to be in my reality because you attract the level of uh, energy that you emit basically so those books weren't ready to come into my reality before that time so I started reading um, all kinds of books and I started getting interested in archangels and before like that's the thing with Catholicism they have all these saints like Saint Michael, Saint this, Saint that, Saint Anne and I didn't want to have anything to do with the church but then I started getting to know archangels on a whole different level like Archangel Michael. He is completely like above religion but up until that point I associated him with uh saint michael but he's so much more than that he is it's not a him even it's an energy it's a frequency and it's like completely not you can't contain michael just by by religion he's so much more fast than that and um so yeah i started reading all these books like Dolores Cannon's books, They Walked with Jesus and Jesus and the Essenes. And that gave me a completely different view on uh, Jesus and the person that he truly was and the Bible and how there were just parts completely changed, things completely left out of the Bible. Books like uh, Kaya Ra's book, The Sophia Code, different books about the true nature of Mary Magdalene, the bloodline that these people came from, also the galactic bloodline that these people came from, the wisdom that they keep, um, that they've been um, their ascended masters now, and they are still working with us from beyond the veil. And basically, they're all priests and priestesses, like high priests, um, and they have so much wisdom and you never get told any of that in Catholic school about the women behind Christ, the divine feminine Christ consciousness, how that is basically coming back and how more and more people are tuning into that energy more and more. And also just the, I think a lot of people just don't like the name Jesus because it's connected to Christianity and they have had negative experiences with Christianity in this lifetime, but also in previous lifetimes where they were burned at the stake or whatever or killed in the name of the church. And that's still a wound. I call that the witch wound. I've talked about that in other videos, the witch wound. And that is something you may not remember that um consciously but subconsciously you still carry this witch wound with you and that is something that needs to be cleared and released healed transmuted before you can truly embrace christ light 
as the healer, as a healing light that is a very important part of spirituality. Christ consciousness has nothing to do with Jesus from the Bible. Christ consciousness has everything to do with pure source energy and realizing that Christ was here to say, I am source energy and I am you and you are me. I guess, yeah. And, and once you realize that, no, you don't have to worship somebody, you don't have to worship all these saints, you don't have to worship God because you are God, you are Christ. You are here to embody the Christ light. And once you realize that, the name Jesus gets a whole different meaning and you can start relating to the name Jesus in a whole different way. And also, when I started opening up again spiritually, um, like my gifts were coming online again and I was basically completely open and I did not know anything about psychic protection or how to shield myself and that's the thing that's happening now with a lot of new people that are newly awakening they are like an open door and you have all this light and you may not see your own light yet but there are lower astral energies that can perceive all that you are they can see all the light that you are so you may uh, experience psychic attacks or like sleep paralysis stuff like that and when you're in between the in the in-between state between awake and asleep you may perceive astral like figures and stuff that are trying to scare you and I had that happen a lot um, around 2016 2017 I had sleep paralysis I actually had a few times that I truly saw entities and I couldn't move and that's when I started, um, I don't know how it happened, but, but Jesus kind of came back into my life. And I started um, just reading about Christianity and all that. And, and I started finding a lot of the old mystical Christian texts and the older like Gnostic Christian um, information. And I said, that is what I what I liked about Christianity, like a lot of the old mystical stuff, Jesus is metaphysical, he's super metaphysical, he was manifesting, he was alchemizing, he was using the law of attraction, he was using healing methods, he was a psychic, he was a medium, he was talking to past loved ones. Um, basically, Jesus was everything that I was doing, he, he was everything that I was developing, but People never spoke about that in Catholic school. And I started getting to know Jesus in a completely different way. And um, yeah, the point that I was getting to was, yeah, so with the sleep paralysis, okay. Um, yeah, so I started, something just told me, call in Jesus, call in Jesus. And there's something about that name, Yeshua, Jesus Christ, or just Christ. The Christ light, just whatever. If you're still not comfortable with the name Jesus, call in Christ consciousness. Say Christ light, uh, uh, Christ, just the name Christ. Crystalline, Christ. That's what you're saying. The clearest crystal Christ light from God. There's also nothing wrong with the name God. I couldn't say the word God for a long time because I associated it with Catholic school. 
for me, for, for if you grew up um, Protestant or Baptist or whatever, you will associate that with your cultural upbringing. For me, it was Catholic school. But anyway, yeah, the moment I, in my sleep, like half asleep, that it came to me just calling Jesus. I said, Jesus, help me. And, and suddenly, poof, the, like the sleep paralysis gone. I was awake and everything was gone and back to normal. So because the thing is, when you call in the energy of Christ consciousness, it is such a high vibration. It is one of the highest frequencies that you can call in to work with that anything that is not of the same frequency cannot stay in the room or in your presence because you are elevating your consciousness to be so high that it meets Christ consciousness that anything that cannot stand that vibration has to either lift its vibration or it has to go away. And that's when I said there's something about this name, there's something about Jesus, there's something about Christ consciousness and I started reading all these books, uh, like I said before. And then I started getting to know the feminine Christ too, Sophia Christ consciousness, the bride of God, the Sophia aspect, because everything that is created comes from a female energy. And that is why that they took that out of the Bible completely. They made everything that was female sinful to begin with like you are born sinful as a woman and then you have to prove otherwise you have to prove that you have to prove your innocence and if you can't prove that per se then you're guilty or sinful and that's just wrong it's wrong and then so what do all these women do they rebel against christianity because they're like I'm never going to be good enough for you anyway, so I'll just be the witch. I'll be the rebellious priestess. I'll be the rebellious uh, witch or whatever. Or, and it's, and you, you try to just be the complete opposite because it's kind of, it's a witch wound. It's, it's not, not because the patriarchy has completely changed true, the true meaning of Christianity. Anyway, I think I've rambled enough. <laughs> this was going to be my little intro. Now it's time to get started um, at, like talking to, to Miroslava because she's super interesting. She is such a clear channel for uh, Christ consciousness, for Yeshua, for Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene. She has a clear line back from past lives to past lives to past lives to the Essenes, to the Christ consciousness grid, to the Rose lineage, the temple of Mary Magdalene. So let's just dive right in. Let's get started. Okay, so here we are with Miroslava or the metaphysical chick. So, and we're going to be talking about Christ consciousness, Jesus, and how does Jesus fit into spirituality, and how does religion fit into spirituality. We're just going to be talking about all of that stuff and our own experiences, and like I said before we started recording, I have no idea, uh, I have no structure, and we're just going to see what, what comes through. But there's a lot of stuff I feel that wants to come through, a lot of stuff that we can talk about, our experiences. So, 
yeah, maybe let me uh, ask you to get started. How did you um, wake up to your um, spiritual, like the experience uh, that Jesus is metaphysical? How did that all, like, how did all the puzzle pieces come together for you? Yeah, um, this, I've always been very connected to Jesus. I, I've loved Jesus since I was a very little girl. So I've always talked to him and he's been my main guide. But the information that I had was what I was told by the church. And so I feel that there is a lot of distortion and there's not a lot of really good information regarding his path and how he learned everything that he knew. And so it wasn't until really like the full awakening of that was, I think, uh, late last year. Uh, I, I think it was right before Christmas. That's, that's when he showed up and I was guided to watch a series of videos on YouTube by Aaron um, Afke, something like that. And it's called uh, the, Jesus the Mystic or something like that. And it shows like a different perspective of his life and his journey. And he talks about like just everything that he did. And that really opened my eyes. And he was like, whoa, like this really is more than what we all know. And so I've been working one-on-one -on -one with him for a few months now. And he's been coming in with a lot of information. But really, again, like this full awakening of this whole new world of his life happened before Christmas last year. And I thought that was just so incredible because of like the significance of Christmas and all of that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like for a lot of people, they like stumble upon this information. And I feel like we're all meant to have these awakenings, but when the time is right, because I, I recorded a little intro before uh, our conversation started. I recorded a, a little intro that I'm going to put in front of our conversation. And in that intro, I was explaining how I went to Catholic school and I got this whole different image of Jesus and the Bible. And then I completely like renounced all church stuff, didn't want to have anything to do with God, Jesus. I didn't even like the name God. I didn't want to hear the name Jesus. But then I started um, awakening to Christ consciousness when I when I had my spiritual awakening, and I started uh, stumbling upon these books like like uh, the Dolores Cannon books, Jesus and the Essenes, and it gave this whole metaphysical at like view of Jesus and a whole different story than the story that I knew from Catholic school. And I never found that information until I was already well on my spiritual journey. Because I, I feel a lot of the times it's difficult for people to put spirituality and Jesus together. Yeah. And and I, I yeah, think, and... yeah, more and more people are ready mm -hmm. to, to see that Jesus was metaphysical. Yes. Yeah. And um, actually, what I guess I'm going to start with is that... Um, what he came through saying to me is that we need to embrace the word um, Christ consciousness, of course, but also the word Christianity mm -hmm. and the word church so that we can shift the vibration to be something that is more in alignment with the new frequency of the earth. And um, like when I speak to him, he 
he always says to me that what the church is now is not really what was intended. Mm. There is a lot of beauty in it. And there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of good things within the church, but it's not really what his intention was. And so what I've been told is that a lot of us are awakening to this truth so that we can change and shift the vibration back to love back to really Christ consciousness, which is all about unity and uh, mm. oneness. That's really the key. It's oneness. And um, yeah, so that's really what's taking place right now in each and every one of us, um, because people really expect Jesus to return to the earth because, you know, it's like he's going to return and he's going to forgive all of our sins he's gonna just save us again and that's not gonna happen and what he's told me is that I can't go back to the earth because they see me as God and so if he was to come back the people would give their power away they would give him their power mm -hmm. and they would not do the healing themselves they would not clear the karma themselves and so it's like I, I can't and I don't believe that that is going to happen. Christ consciousness, that God frequency is returning in us. Mm -hmm. And that is something that we really have to, we have to rewire our brains to really connect with that idea or with that. To me, that is the truth. That is what is taking place now. So um, I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I, I felt, I started feeling that way um... Well, first, when, when I opened up to spirituality again, I felt like we are source energy. and, and But that's I still wasn't wanting to have anything to do with Jesus at that point. I was just mm -hmm. like, okay, source is us. We are source incarnate in the body. We're here as source energy. And then I'm like, okay, um, starting to embrace the word God more and saying, okay, God is source. We are God. And then... I started reading these books like this one here, Anna, Grandmother of Jesus, and the Dolores Cannon books. And she is in this book, Grandma, Anna, the Grandmother of Jesus, the female aspect of Christianity, the divine feminine Christ consciousness. That's basically what this book is about. She's saying, you are already everything that you want to be. You already are everything that you can ever become. You cannot become more than you already are. Because you are already everything you're seeking, basically. And like she keeps repeating it in this book and it keeps blowing my mind because every mm -hmm. time I read it, it's like, you're right. There's nothing more we can do. We just have to embrace that we already are the, the, the great I am. And I guess there's this part in the, in the Bible somewhere where Jesus is saying, I am the way, the truth, and the light or something. But what he really means is, I am the I am. The fact that you are the great I am is the truth, is the inner, it's the inner tr truth. Everyone is already the light. Everyone is already the truth. You all carry it inside. And that's what he's trying to say. Yeah. And I think it's so beautiful that you bring up uh, his grandmother because what I've been feeling when I connect with him is that Christ consciousness is returning um, in sort of a divine feminine way. Mm -hmm. And it's like we already allowed the divine masculine to lead the way. And that's how the church was created in a way. Uh, but it's like, look at 
how it turned out. Now it's time for the divine feminine to rise so that we can really balance the skills so that there can be really oneness and like just just equality mm -hmm. within just the energetics of the earth. And so I think that's very beautiful that she's coming through. And I think that's an energy that you really embody. And so it, it's just so powerful because a lot of the church is really focused just on like the masculine and like priests. They are the ones to have direct connection to God. But again, it's like we already are everything that we wish to be. And it's like, I am that I am. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's something that it, it's very distorted within the church because they want to keep people returning mm -hmm. to the church and they want to keep you sort of controlled. And, um, it, you know, just just that frequency of control and then also about just the God, the judgmental God, I've always had issues with that because God is loving and is compassionate and forgiving. And it's like, in a way, God doesn't even need to forgive because he loves you or she loves you. There's nothing to that forgive. That force loves you. Yeah. And so it's like, why do we have to, you know, be afraid of God? And that's, that's, yeah, so that's, that's something that really kind of pushed me away from religion, because it's like, I don't really, I don't really connect or resonate with that energy anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we really, again, it's, it's all changing. And it's, it's very grounded in this beautiful divine feminine energy. But again, it's not to cast away the masculine. It's to just rise with the masculine. And to be balanced. Find that balance. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the thing that people don't understand or they don't know because all they've ever had was, was um, the Bible to like, to go to, to be like, that's where they get their information from, from the Bible. But what it doesn't say in the Bible is that Jesus was mentored by his grandmother, Anna. She was the high priestess of the Essene community um, back when, when Jesus was born. Well, she, she did you know that she turned out to be 600 years old? Whoa. Yeah, I'll get into <laughs> that because I have my notes here. I usually never prepare notes for a <laughs> podcast, but this, this was too important. I needed to prepare. But she was the high priestess of Mount Carmel, um, or I don't know how you pronounce it, Carmel, Carmel. The, anyway, where the, the scenes were located, and uh, she taught him all kinds of um, metaphysical information, but he had all kinds of teachers, too. Um, in the Dolores Cannon material, it talks about male teachers that he had, but he also had female teachers, because it even says in her books, like, how can you not want your women to be educated? Because they are the ones raising your sons. Why would you not want your women to be wise and educated? Because because yeah. then they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna raise men that that are balanced. If you mm -hmm. keep your women small, they're not gonna raise balanced men. And look, that's exactly what's been going on. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening, and it's it, again, it's amazing because also another woman within his lineage or that walked with him is Mary Magdalene and how she was like portrayed as this whore and like everything that was said about her. Yeah. But they were all very connected 
and they're they like Jesus, he had a powerful connection with the Essenes. Mm-hmm. And like that's how he learned a lot of his healing abilities. And everything like really came from that collective from from the Essenes. Mm-hmm. And uh, also it's like they people don't really understand or don't really think about like all the years that he spent preparing mm-hmm. to really yeah. it started when he was a baby teacher. Because the thing, yeah. yeah, for those who don't know much about the Essenes, the Essenes are basically uh, like a shoot off community from Atlantis. The, the remaining Atlanteans, they they came to Israel and they founded the Essene community with Atlantean knowledge. And they had Atlantean crystal technology, they had healing abilities, and they had scrolls where they kept all their information. And that is uh, basically Jesus was practicing metaphysical techniques that are remnants of Atlantis. That's what he was doing, yeah. actually. And and the same thing, Mary Magdalene, she was uh, taught by the Essenes. She was actually, this book is amazing. I'm at this mm-hmm. chapter now where Mary Magdalene enters the Essene community and she is a rebel. Like she is not okay with the rules. And she is doing everything. She she goes on hunger strikes and she changes the whole way they look at teaching in the Essene community. All because Mary Magdalene stands up against the rules and she's like, no, I don't like these rules. You need to change them. They're boring. They're stuffy. They're old fashioned. And I'm not going to do it. And she helped to change some of the rules uh, in the, the super strict Essene community. And she ended up becoming a high priestess of the Essene community. But she, like, she made sure that she she had a like. Like, she didn't just say okay to everything. If she didn't like something, she stood up for herself. And I guess in the Bible, they they kind of saw that as, like, being sinful or rebellious. So what did they do? They portrayed her as the, the prostitute, whatever. But she was basically just letting that that inner fire out that that we all have. And yeah, and she she went to Egypt. What did I write down on my thing here? She's an Egyptian and a seen high priestess, and she had she had all kinds of knowledge. And she was Yeshua's twin flame, of course you know this. <laughs> They're twin flames, and she's the divine feminine aspect of Christianity. Yes. And and I think that's very powerful that you say that because she, when Yeshua left, when Jesus left, she was the one in charge of carrying on his legacy and, and sharing the mm-hmm. teachings of Christ consciousness. Um, I believe there is this church in France or yes. something that she actually initiated. Mm-hmm. And so it's like she was the one, not Peter or like no one, like a male apostle, but it was like her. Yeah. And because he trusted her and she was one of the only ones that really understood mm-hmm. his teachings and Christ consciousness. And that's because she was really embodying that feminine energy and she was really feeling and connected to the heart. And so what what I see or what I've come to understand is that a lot of the male uh, apostles, they were analyzing things with the brain. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the teachings, especially the Bible, if you read it, if you read it with an analytical mind, it's not really going to make sense no. or it will make sense, but it's going to be very at a surface surface level. So it's not going to be really 
good or powerful in a way. But if you read the Bible with an open heart and an open mind, then you're going to get a lot of powerful information that is going to be so different than anything you've been told. And so I think that was uh, amazing that you mentioned that she was like the twin flame because she really is. And she is just like this, it's like this foundation that she laid down was just left there and nothing really happened after she left this physical realm. But I feel that a lot of us that are that are keepers of this divine feminine code or this divine feminine frequencies are really bringing this energy back into the earth. And we are starting to just lay down the foundation with her. And we are really going to be, uh, because she, like you say, she was very rebellious. And uh, another thing, like Jesus, he was very rebellious too, mm -hmm. because they were doing things that no one at the time was doing. So they were really shifting and changing paradigms and doing a lot of crazy stuff, if you really think about it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, and, and that's what it takes. It takes a soul that is not afraid and that is really has the willpower to really create change. And that's something that happened then and it is happening now. But this time it is um, what I was told uh, by Jesus when I was connecting to him is that a lot of the, the disciples that walked with him during his time on earth uh, returned or are returning to the earth during this time to bring back this information. And it's like we kind of walked with him to get his perspective of Christ consciousness, what that means. And we are returning and we are teaching this in a way that is unique to us. And so it's like, because I do see a lot of people seeing Jesus as, you know, like the Lord and Savior and like the Almighty and Jesus is powerful being. But it's like, um, what he always says to me is like, I am no better than you. Like you are everything. Like I am you. And so it's like we are giving these teachings or sharing this information in a way that is unique to us. And I think that's what's really going to bring a lot more perspective. And that's what's going to really welcome a lot more people into this uh, ministry of Christ consciousness, really, that we are creating or co-creating because it's all about co-creation now. Yeah. While you were talking, I literally heard him come in and he said, you are your own savior. While you were saying like people are going to be like, because he doesn't want them to worship him. He doesn't want yeah. none of that, like Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene. And she, Anna, the grandmother of Jesus, she starts this book out by saying, do not worship me. You, everything that I did, you can do too. Everything that I did in this book that you're going to be reading, you can do this too. This is the lifetime that you can do exactly what I did. You're, you are the same. We are the same. That's what she keeps saying in this book. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing with the church. They take away your own ability to realize that you are like Jesus. They, that's what I, why I left the church. Because they want to put some middleman in there that says, I'm the only one that can be in touch with God. And you are... Um, you're not good enough to be in touch with God. You have to go through me. 
like a priest or something, you know, and that didn't resonate with me because I was psychic. I was feeling source energy. I said, but what is all the stuff that I'm feeling? Then I know that I'm in touch with source, but you tell me that that can't be true, that I have to go through you. So I'm just not going to listen to you anymore. And I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. And, uh, and I think um, they do this again, just to keep people under control and just to keep people returning to them. And what I find also fascinating and kind of funny is that, for example, like the Vatican, you know, and it's like, the church was created by the Romans and the Romans are the ones that killed Jesus in a way. Yeah. So it's like, like that doesn't really make sense to me that you, that you go to church and you worship like this God that they kind of created in a way, because um, I, when I, when I hear a few like passages within the Bible, it sounds like they're different gods. Like it doesn't really sound like the God that I know, because, you know, when I connect to source, it's like, pure love and there's really like I never have I experienced any sort of judgment and that the bible and those are just everything is just there's a lot of judgment and it's like the plagues and all of that like I don't I don't feel God would ever do that to his children to his people and so it's it's just fascinating to me how everything and how big the church has become but again what I do feel that is going to be taking place uh, within the next few years is the fall of the church and i think that's why we are gathering and we are we have been preparing and healing and working on just ourselves to become better and to become just our authentic selves and uh, not be afraid of like what judgment and what other people are going to be saying because there is something that's going to be taking place within the church and we are going to be the ones uh, in charge in a way of like shifting the frequency to help people to help humanity uh, access or understand or shift into this new paradigm or this what what he said or he keeps saying like the ministry of christ consciousness but he also said the church of the new earth mm -hmm. um, because it'll be very hard for people to stop thinking about the church or to stop you know connecting that way with god and so it's like we are not gonna like completely take that away from them because we want the connection to still be there but we are going to shift it and we're going to create something that gives them all the information and that really allows them to keep their power to reclaim their sovereignty and it's gonna be kind of like the church but so different because it is it is fully based on christ consciousness mm -hmm. and it is just about love and oneness and um yeah so there's a lot of hypocrisy in the church there's a lot of distortion but we are changing that and i think that's what's happening right now yeah and and one of the big things that they took out of the Bible to make people like to keep people in a fear vibration uh, is that they just took out reincarnation, which whenever you read anything about the Essenes, about Gnostic Christianity, about like the very earliest form of Christianity, the Essene teachings, they speak about reincarnation all the time, all the time. 
And they took that out because then you only have one life. And if you, you mess up in that one life, then you're doomed. Basically, you're going to purgatory, you're going to burn in hell. And yeah, so that's what they did. But that is part of the original form of Christianity, reincarnation. And like in the book too, I'm going to go to my notes now. <laughs> um, so the grandmother of Jesus, she was already an ascended master when she came into the body as Anna, grandmother of Jesus. She had already ascended, but she decided to come back and have her full um, awareness as Anna. And she knew who she was on a soul level. And she knew what she came here to do. She knew that she was going to, that's basically what she says in the book, she knew that she was here to be the grandmother of the Messiah and that he was going to, like they were all waiting for him. The Essene community for years, they were waiting for his, his coming. And they had like all these astrological charts and stuff. And they knew that the time was near for the Messiah to come and that he was going to bring the light and all that stuff. And then Mother Mary was basically um, like an old um, like great-granddaughter of hers that she had known because Anna turned out to be 600 years old. So uh, her name was Hismeriam, I think, in the book. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, <laughs> but she was her great-granddaughter. She lived in Egypt, and before that, she was uh, an Egyptian priestess. And then she died, and she ascended, and then like from beyond the veil, she came to Anna and said, I'm going to be born as your daughter and my name is going to be Mary and I am going to birth the Messiah and, and this and that. So, and then they had the knowledge to go back into the Akashic records. The Essenes knew how to do this. Like now we have some people that, that do this. Like I, I'm an Akashic records reader. There's other Akashic records readers out there. But back then this was normal knowledge that everyone was learning when they were younger and when they were part of a mystery school such as the Essene community, the ancient Egyptian mystery schools, you learned all this knowledge. And Mary, uh, so Anna went back into Mary's Akashic records and she went back all the way to Lemuria and Mary was a water priestess back in Lemuria. She graduated from a mystery school in Lemuria as a water priestess. And the funny thing is right now in, in France, She's associated with water. The like la mer is French mm -hmm. for water, and that's yeah. all associated with Mother Mary. And in Egypt, she in Egypt she was apparently the mother of um, Pharaoh um, Akhenaten. Is that his name? An Egyptian? Yeah, like she, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. She's been all kinds of important people, and. Um, there's this thing called the rites of the sepulchre and it's where you go into a very deep trance state and it talks about that in this book uh, all these high priests and priestesses of the Essenes they knew how to do this Jesus had this knowledge he was taught by his grandmother Anna how to do this rite of the, the sepulchre how you go into a tomb you slow your breathing down to the point of, of where you're almost dead where your physical body slows down and, it, it, and that's how she was able to go into these deep sleeps for months at a time and then take herself out of it. And she turned and she was able to be 600 years old because she did this. 
and she taught she taught this knowledge to Jesus and all of these other people and this was normal back then you you and we can still do this but we have forgotten all about it and of course the bible isn't going to tell us any of this knowledge Mm-mm. so <laughs> yeah and and that's all stuff people have to know that that the bible well no not the bible but like Jesus's lineage is super metaphysical they they had so much mystical knowledge and 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 if you are into bilocation reincarnation spirit communication manifestation jesus did all that stuff and his his ancestors they did all that stuff mary magdalene they all they did all that stuff so that's why why spirituality and christianity are way more alike than people think the real christianity Yes. And I think that it's it's so funny that, you know, people that do all of this stuff, people that use crystals, people that uh, use essential oils, people that meditate or channel, like these people are seen as crazy by the church or they are seen as demonic. Yeah. Demonic. Yes. And it's crazy because like we have this person or this being that is worshipped at the church. at the church uh, that is named Jesus, and he was doing all of these things. Mm. But it's like, it's not accepted because otherwise we are sovereign beings and we don't need to be at the church and worship uh, a God or worship someone. And so yeah. I think that is that is just, it's fascinating just how everything turned out. And uh, just to hear the story of his grandmother, like I, I've heard of her, but I didn't really know much about her. And it's so beautiful because um, one day I had this dream with um, Jesus. Like I was, and that was a few weeks ago. I was um, in what appeared to be like Sedona or like just like Rocky. And there was a lot of like, Red. I don't know, but I was there and he came in and he said that um, he needed me and someone else to gather the disciples at the rocks and that uh, his lineage wanted to come through. And so now that you are talking about Anna and about Mother Mary and also like Mary Magdalene, she's so connected to him. And it's, I feel like there is this very powerful divine feminine energy within his lineage that is showing up now. And I I think that is so powerful because again, like that is the energy that I feel that is laying down this new foundation for the new church or for like this new ministry of Christ consciousness. And so that's so beautiful. And I feel like you really are one of these disciples that are returning to the earth to help with this new, with this creation or like with the co-creation of this new ministry. And just, it's just, it blows my mind really. (laughs) Like how everything is so quickly now, it feels like time is just like speeding up and it's like everything is shifting just massively. And there's a lot more people that are, it's weird because there's a lot of people that are leaving religion to come into spirituality, Mm -hmm. but there's also now a lot of people leaving spirituality to go back to religion. And I feel that both things are taking place because they are afraid 
And so the people living spirituality are afraid of psychic attacks and mm. demonic entities, and that's why they are returning to Christ. Yeah. But one of the things that I that I, that I am realizing is that they are returning to Christianity, but they are returning and worshiping Jesus as the one, as the Lord and Savior. And that's the number one thing that he always says to me is that he doesn't like to be worshipped because he's no better than we are. He's no better than me. He's no better than you. Um, and so I think that's very, uh, there's the distortion there that people are leaving or are joining spirituality or Christianity because they are afraid. And then, um, then you're giving your I power away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. I, I know a few people in my own uh, life that I've considered good friends that have recently left the, the new age community and they were teachers. They were like spiritual coaches and stuff people that were already kind of established in the community that that all of a sudden decided to join to just leave all that behind and and go back to religion and at, at the beginning I was kind of disappointed and I didn't understand but then I was also like okay this is their journey and there's a reason why they need they feel like they need to return and maybe they'll get something out of it and then after a while they will get that little puzzle piece that they were looking for and take that puzzle piece and come back to spirituality and and add that to their backpack of like metaphysical knowledge and and that's why i'm like okay i'm wishing all of these people the best and i hope that they find what they're looking for yeah yeah and i mean i've seen a lot of people that i follow like on youtube as well like they're doing this and like tarot readings, they're throwing away the tarot cards and um, a lot of this fear with crystals. But I also, I had this conversation with a friend and she's one of the ones that left New Age spirituality to go back to Christianity. And her explanation like really opened up my mind. And it was like, because at first I was very, I was judgmental in a way. I mean, I'm still human, right? Uh, but it was like, why, why is this happening? Like, I want to understand more. And so what she was telling me is that she, all she wants is like that straight connection with source, with God. Mm. And she felt that within this new age spirituality, she was giving her power away to like other beings to guides and and in a way that makes sense and so if you are leaving spirituality to go back to christianity then you know and, and if it is just to have that clear connection to god then that's beautiful and that is christ consciousness that's what you are doing mm -hmm. but you know that most of the people are doing this because they are afraid and it's like they're leaving one box just to go into another one. And it's like there's a lot of limitations. And in a way, I do feel that for me, religion would be the most limitations because I would have to just not talk to extraterrestrials, for example. Mm -hmm. Like they, the wisdom that these extraterrestrials have is so it's pretty much the same that mm -hmm jesus had during his lifetime here yeah because where did he um, get his wisdom that's the thing like i was just saying um he he got his wisdom the scene community is based off of atlantean knowledge which is based off of extraterrestrial knowledge so mm -hmm. it's all just being passed down and that's what dolores cannon also said um well, for those of you, of you who are listening and unfamiliar with Dolores Cannon, she's a hypnotherapist 
and she had um, sessions with all kinds of people. Uh, and they were all basically giving her the same information and they didn't know each other. And she wrote two books about Jesus and the Essenes based on these contacts with these different people, these sessions that she had. And, um, oh yeah, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Let me get back to it. So she was, um, yeah, she had this client and, and the client was under hypnosis. And the client was basically going back to a past life where she was an Essene teacher. She was part of the Essene community. And she kept saying that their information came from, um, I can't remember the name, but it was a name that they gave the Atlanteans and they got their information from the stars. So she kept saying, us, the Essenes, we have our information from the stars, from the star beings, basically. So yes. you can't, to me, spirituality and extraterrestrials are one and the same. You can't look at aliens and, and say, I'm not spiritual. I, I don't believe in spirituality, but I do believe in aliens. Or you can't say, I believe in spirituality, but don't start talking to me about aliens. You can't mm -hmm. do that. So it's all just one thing. Everything is connected. Jesus is connected to aliens. Aliens are connected to Atlantis. Where um, Christianity is connected to to everything, where just all everything is connected. <laughs> yes, yes, and also like um, I've been connecting a lot with the Arturians, mm -hmm. and um, they came through because I was like just connecting with Jesus, and they said that they helped Jesus awaken the mind and the third eye, mm -hmm. and so because you know we have the brain that we don't really use, and they were the ones that really helped him, you know, like really achieve that level of. Uh, just activation within the third eye so that he could really start working and manifesting things like all those miracles you yeah. know we can all do that we can do that mm -hmm. but it's like it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice and so uh, you know and it's like uh, what I was told also is that Christ consciousness is this energy that has or frequency that has always existed and it's like Christ or Jesus was the one that really embodied that frequency here on earth but it's like buddha also did this mm -hmm. and other ascended masters to walk yeah. the earth so jesus isn't the only one he He's was the, you know, yeah. the one <laughs> yeah and so i i thought that was just so amazing because it's like we put this one being on a pedestal but it's like we all have access to mm -hmm. this he's and an ascended like, master and he just basically achieved master like the the level of ascension that we're all trying to reach right now but like mother mary is an ascended master joseph father of jesus who, yeah. who by the way did you know that joseph father of jesus is actually saint germain oh the ascended master that. saint germain he uh some of the incarnations of the ascended master saint germain are merlin and of course oh. like the count of saint germain and then um, Joseph, father of um, Jesus, because in this book too, this book on a grandmother of Jesus, it says that Joseph taught Jesus how to alchemize uh, feelings. Like as a child, he was really empathic and he would like absorb other people's emotions like a sponge. And Joseph is the one who taught Jesus how to alchemize the emotions and transmute fear, transmute anger, how to be compassionate. That's how we got to know the calm and composed image of Jesus, 
who was love, who was light, who was gentleness, because he was taught by Joseph. And we know St. Germain works with the violet flame of transmutation. And, and that is basically what he came to do, why he was Jesus's father. He had to teach him that very important lesson. And yeah, so a lot of people don't know that, but Joseph is actually now, he's one of the incarnations of St. Germain. So basically, yeah, they're all really important ascended masters and they, none, none of them want to be um, worshipped. They are all here to remind us that we can all do what they did. Yes. And I think, yeah, and I think that's where people are really getting it kind of wrong is because, you know, they see these beings are greater than they are. And it's like, no, it's like I when I when I commit to Jesus or to when I feel Mother Mary or any extraterrestrial is they always, always make sure to tell me like I am no better than you. And so I think that is the most beautiful and the most powerful and also the most compassionate thing that anyone can ever say to you and it's like we're not getting this with the church i don't really feel that there and it's like it's it's just it's just so weird how everything works there but uh yeah so definitely i i really see like this christ consciousness frequency uh is the god frequency and it is that straight connection to source but Again, it's like the extraterrestrials exist. There are, you know, like there's a lot of, there is so much that exists that we have yet to understand. But at the end of the day is like the ultimate, um, I feel, thing or that I personally want to achieve is that straight connection to source. And that will be through Christ consciousness, through understanding these teachings and through really embodying this wisdom and this frequency. Um, so it's it's just so beautiful, and um, again, just to going back with the with the extraterrestrials, like I really want to bring this up again because it's like uh, there's a lot of fear around this, and yes, there's a lot of distortion and there's negative beings out there, but it's like you can't fully disconnect from them because in a way, I tried to do this a few weeks ago because I was like, well, I want to really embody this Christ consciousness. But in, in, in a way, I wanted to kind of disconnect from spirit guides and from the extraterrestrials, but they keep showing up. And it's like, we, we want to help. And it's like, they can't help because they don't have a human body. And so they can't walk the earth like we do. It has to be done as the human. And so it's like, in a way, they are we are the voice of the wisdom that they have shared with mm -hmm. with us and so that's how we are expressing ourselves and we are sharing this information that is really it's not new it's all here it's always been here but it, it's it's something that has to be remembered and so i think it's very beautiful to connect with these extraterrestrials because when i connect with them in a way they they are very loving and very compassionate and it's like it's so similar to what i feel when i connect to jesus but of course to me i feel like jesus he reached that ultimate connection with god and it was like a lot of the extraterrestrials are still searching and they're like us in a way but you know they're some of them a lot of them are a lot wiser and so that's why, again, it's like, don't put anyone in a pedestal. See them as your equal, because we are all equal. And we are all powerful. And we are all, we are all stem from that source, from God. 
And again, like another thing that I want to say is don't be afraid of using the word God because I, I was afraid of this. Mm -hmm. And I, I understood that it was because of everything, religion and what I was taught in the church. But it's like God is, God exists. There is this higher force. And it's like, we need to humble ourselves in a way to really embrace this truth that there is in fact this consciousness and it's not a being it's not a person it's not an extraterrestrial it's consciousness and it's just energy and so i think understanding this and accepting this is really going to allow us to expand and to reach higher levels of consciousness to keep ascending so it's very beautiful well i'm just letting that integrate yeah. <laughs> no but it's, <laughs> it's true uh, yeah, because I, I, that's what I was saying too before in my little intro that I already recorded that, that I had difficulty with the word God for a while too, because I, to me, God was like, oh, that has to do with the church. That's the God from the Bible. That's not the God that I am in contact. Like you said too, that's not the way I'm experiencing God or source energy, but now I think it's important to use the word God because there's a lot of newly awakened people, people that are newly awakening that are like me, like how I was years ago when I said, oh, I have all these spiritual gifts. I'm spiritually uh, awakening, but I don't like God. I don't want to have anything to do with mm -hmm. God. My spirituality has to do with source energy, the universe, blah, 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 blah. Eh? You know, <laughs> but, but God is source. God is creator. That is, that is, just, and God isn't a man with a beard on a cloud <laughs> with a long white robe or something. God is, you are God. I am God. God is female. God is male. God is just energy, consciousness. You are God. You're a part of God in a human body. Yes. And I think, um, and just going back to Jesus, like he was the one that really activated this full connection with God. And it was through all of these years of training, like really, and what I heard um, Aaron Apke, um, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but in this series of videos, it's like how he was able to disconnect from the ego, detach from the ego itself of the human, to really be able to keep just the energy pure so that he could really access and connect straight to source. So in a way, when he was saying, I am the way, or I am, uh, or the father and I are one, that's mm. another line that he says. And it's like, yes, he achieved that full connection to source. He was one with God. And in a way, everything that he said was straight, was straight from source. It's, it's, it's like, in a way, God was speaking through Jesus. Mm. But it's like, again, don't put Jesus in this pedestal because he's not the only one that has done we this. We can do the same all, thing, yeah. Yes, yeah. And I think it's just, again, it's about us knowing that we are all one with this source, with God, and that we all have this ability to be like Jesus. He was mm -hmm. just the physical embodiment of this. He was an example or a role model for humanity. And... It, it's just so it, it really it's kind of frustrating in a way for me when I see a lot of worshiping Jesus yeah and worshiping Jesus and so it's like um I don't know and it's and I love Jesus so I have nothing against that 
but it's like they are giving their power away and they're really not really aware of their true power and their true connection to source. So there's, it's like the church wants to bring people together, but in a way they are disconnecting the people from God. And it's like, it's, it's very, it's kind of sad, but again, we are here and we are shifting this energy. We are bringing it back to its roots, which is just all about love and oneness in unity consciousness. It is about that straight connection to source. So it's, I, I, I am very excited that this is happening and I know that things are going to be expediting a lot more and we're going to be seeing this huge shift. And that's why we are coming together again. Like, it's just like, I really yeah. feel this. Yeah. And, and to just like touch on, on that uh, earlier, you were talking about like, yeah, people are going they're into, they feel drawn to spirituality, but then they, they start to like have contact with entities, spirit guides, or maybe lower astral energies. And then they get scared. Yeah. Then they go back to religion and, that's why it's important for people like you and me to say you can do both. You can be in contact with God, with Jesus, and you can be in contact with your spirit guides. Because in this, in uh, I'm putting together an, an e-course, like it's called uh, Activate Your, your um, Telephone Line to Source. That's the name of it. That's going to be the name <laughs> of it because... Uh, it's basically all about how to activate your intuition, how to establish contact with your spirit guides and angels, stuff like that. But in, in my course, I tell people too, like, um, it's also about like removing blocks, cultural blocks and, and, and stuff like that. Like religious stuff that you were made to believe is also part of it. It's going to be part of it. And what I, what I say to people Two is, okay, if you're scared of having contact with spirit guides, know that you can put a filter in place to just call in straight, call in God, call in Mother Mary, call in Jesus. And once you have that filter in place of Jesus, of Christ consciousness, of a white light of Christ, and then you can ask for beings to approach you that are in alignment with this Christ light. And anyone of your guides that has your highest and best interest at heart will be able to approach you through this filter of Christ. And all beings that are not in alignment with this Christ light, they will just disappear. They won't be able to like, establish contact with you because you have the filter of Jesus Christ in place. So there is nothing wrong with working with Jesus and connecting with spirit guides. You can do both. It's actually really good to do both at the same time the same thing when i when i work with people's energy i do readings for people i call in archangel michael i call in yeshua and i ask for his light to be present as a bridge between my own energy and the people's energy that i'm working with so i think that's really important that we teach people this and that we make people aware of that this is um, the way of the future, basically how we can combine the Christian teachings, the original Christian teachings mm -hmm. with metaphysical knowledge and how that was always, that's what was meant to, from the beginning. That's what Jesus Christ wanted from the beginning. Yeah. And another thing that I do want to mention as well is that, I mean, I, and you've said this, is that 
there there are negative entities and there are you know these demonic entities or that can be seen as demonic that do exist but what i've been able to understand and what has worked for me is that um i the more i work on myself on removing the trauma the karma or clearing just or also just working on taming the ego and uh, because in a way it is the more pain there is inside the more fear there is inside the more trauma the more these uh, dark entities or negative entities are drawn to you it's not they're not drawn to your light they are drawn to the darkness that exists inside mm. of you and so that's why shadow work is so important it is about focusing and healing on ourselves and that's what jesus did before he initiated his ministry he was focusing on himself he was learning and he was really activating everything like the he was fully activating the light within himself so that these demonic entities would not be so would not be in control of him. And so I think that's one of the things that we really have to focus on is really knowing that if you are in a space of love and if you are centered in your heart, then there's really nothing that entities or beings outside of you can do to you and so it's like you're always in control and i've been connecting to extraterrestrials and to spirit guides for a few years now at the beginning i did notice that i was receiving information from beings that were not really that good but the more i worked on myself the more i was able to just really keep this connection pure and it's like and now I I really haven't really experienced any negative entities or psychic attacks or anything because I see myself as the light and nothing that is lower than this frequency that I hold is going to penetrate that light. And I think that's something that we have to see in ourselves is like we are powerful beings and nothing that is less than the frequency that we hold is going to do anything to us so and that's how fear really gets the best of us is when you know when we go into channeling sessions with fear then that's when we are hijacked and there's you know and, and it's very real but you know love and it's like heart-centered that's where truth and where the light is yeah i think we've covered a lot of stuff now and i'm sure that people will have some questions like yeah there's all kinds of stuff that that like about the egypt uh jesus connection there's so many things that that i wanted to talk about still uh just real quick like he was schooled in britain with the druids in egypt in india by the essenes and the same thing with mary magdalene these people were so educated and that's stuff that you don't hear in the bible but yeah we have been talking for an hour and i know that people that are listening we want them to, to have the time to fully integrate all the knowledge and stuff. And yeah, if there are any questions at all, stuff that, that um, like once you're integrating this information and you have a religious background or spiritual background and some of this stuff is, is making you have some questions, definitely reach, reach out to Miroslava or myself with your questions. And we can address them in another episode or in videos. She has a YouTube channel where I'm going to post all the information below in the show notes. You can um, find her on YouTube, find her Instagram. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you would like to add before we end our episode? 
just don't be afraid. You know, it's like whatever you choose to do, whether you choose to stay in spirituality or go back to religion, do it because you are feeling the guidance to do so, but not because you're afraid. So just remember to always ground yourself in love. And that's the most powerful light or God frequency that exists. That is it for this week, and I am so glad that you decided to tune in and join us for this episode. You can connect with Miroslava and her work on her social media. All details will be mentioned below in the description box, and I'd love it if you commented so we can keep the conversation going. And anything you have to say about this topic, let us know. Any questions, let us know. Share this with anyone who it may help on their journey. <clears throat> Some listeners uh, have asked for a link to donate to. And if you feel called to do so, it would be absolutely appreciated and accepted with love. It helps to keep these episodes coming. And I'll mention all donation details below. If you want to stay up to date on all the podcast episodes, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash mystical tea time. And there you can find all available podcast links such as Spotify and all other links and um, or listen by subscribing on YouTube. And in between podcast episodes, I post regular short videos on IGTV, Instagram, so follow me there if you aren't already, and I'll see you next time. Bye!